want something more, more meaningful moments, opportunities, deeper relationships, and memorable experiences? Do you want to make a difference? If you said yes, a career in real estate could be the opportunity you're looking for. Guiding people to one of the most important decisions they'll ever make, the purchase or sale of their home, can be both rewarding and lucrative. Exit Realty's revolutionary compensation model, training, and technology provides you with the tools you need to start and build your successful real estate career. Call me today, Robin Collins, R-O-B-Y-N Collins with Red Robin Homes at 843-557-5003. Again, that's 843-557-5003. Or visit me at redrobinhomes.com slash join exit and make your exit today. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Exit Strategies Radio Show. I am your host, Colwyn J. Millett, broken owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group in beautiful North Charleston, South Carolina. If this is your first time listening to this show, You, sir or ma'am, are in for a treat because our mission here is very simple. That is to empower our community through financial literacy and real estate education. We're legacy building. That is what we do. So if you're out there making things happen with your family for the generations yet to come, our word teaches us to leave a legacy, to leave an inheritance for our children, our children, children and so forth and so on. We want you to put a hashtag on that thing that says that you are legacy building because that is what you are doing. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Anchor FM. You can also find us on Instagram at our website, ExitStrategiesRadioShow.com. You can catch us in a number of different places on your favorite podcast applications. We appreciate you listening. Please share this content with your friends, your family, your co-workers, even those in your groups, your church groups, etc., guys, because sometimes the message and the word that we are speaking here today is for you. Sometimes it is for someone else that you know. Again, we appreciate you listening. Let's get started. Good morning, guys. Welcome to another fabulous episode, guys, of Exit Strategies Radio Show. Hey, I am your host. Corwin J. Millett, broken owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group in beautiful North Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, if this is your first time listening to the show, you, sir or ma'am, are in for a treat. That is because our mission is very simple. Yes, very simple. To empower our community through financial literacy and real estate education. So guys, we're legacy building. That's what we do. We always tell you to put that hashtag on that thing that you're doing to say that you are doing the same and that is building the legacy for your family for generations and generations yet to come. So guys, we're super excited today, as you can tell. So we've been out here making the moves and mixing and stirring and stuff. Look here, I feel like the baker's man. But there used to be a little little nursery rhyme with that. Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man. Bake me a cake as fast as you can. Y'all remember that. Some of y'all old folks do. The youngins don't know nothing about that because y'all doing some other stuff now. But look, we have been mixing, putting together, quote unquote, our best cake. And today, guys, we have the secret ingredient. That's some more money. That's what we got. So we have with us today, very honored. Thank you so much for taking your time today. Jennifer France 
we're primary choice lenders. Jennifer, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate You're welcome. It. You're welcome. So Jennifer, look, tell our listeners a little bit about you because see, I know you. We've been known each other. Right. But tell our listeners about you, who you are and what you do. Okay. So I'm Jennifer France, mortgage consultant. I'm the broker owner of Primary Choice Lenders, actually. And um, I've been in the business for going on 18 years right now. So it has been a while since I'm in the business. And as you can tell, I have a beautiful accent. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone always asks, where's your accent from? My accent is from the Virgin Islands. I moved to the U.S. about 24, 25 years ago from the Caribbean with husband and children. And we moved here. We settled in South Carolina, beautiful South Carolina. I mean, there isn't a place nicer than South Carolina, I must say that. So here we are. And um, like seven, about 18 years ago, I um, was introduced to mortgage lending and fell in love with it. So I have stayed with it when the market was high, when the market was low, things are going a little bit sideways. I've stayed with it because I really love what I do. That is awesome. So there used to be a sign. There was nothing finer than living or something in South Carolina. So that is interesting because I think you came during that time period when that was the yes. model for the state. So first of all, congratulations on that change. Tell our listeners, if you could share like mortgage lending and things that you tell consumers, because obviously my imagination says, and please, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong in this thought process, but you made the decision, quote unquote, to open your own company because you want to be able to serve people better and serve people the way that you know that you can serve them. Is, is that a fair assessment? Yes. The first thing that dropped in my mind when you mentioned mortgage lending is the fact that so many people wants to buy a home, a house, right? Everyone wants to own a house. And that's not a bad thing. You know, it's the American dream and we all, as much as we can, we should, right? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, is walking them through that process. It becomes so complicated and so stressful and so scary, right? That a lot of people, they either fall away, ghost us, or because they do not know what to expect when they decide to purchase a home. Mm-hmm. Right. And I believe that this is the first place that we should start as realtors, as mortgage consultants. The first place we should start is with education. Educating. Mm-hmm. Whenever someone approaches us, the first thing should be about education. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's so mm-hmm. what is your process for introducing someone, let's say, that is thinking about or wanting to purchase a home, whether it be primary residence or investment? What is like those first steps that you normally take with them? Okay. So for someone brand new, never owned a home before, they've heard it somewhere, their friends have bought a home and they want to buy, right? The first step is you have to spend that quality time with your client. Mm -hmm. I call it quality time, right? Okay. And um, it's teaching them, okay? It's not just the fact of, okay, I want to buy a house. I want to spend time with you to help you understand that there are certain things that have to be in place before you can even get to maybe applying for a loan. We have to teach them about their credit. We have to teach them about the rates because so many people are interest rate driven. You know, people call, what's your rate? What's your rate? What's your rate? Okay, well, my rate may not be your rate, right? So 
this the type of education that we have to give potential clients whenever they come to us. We have to teach them, hey, have you ever owned a home before? Do you know what your credit score is? Okay. And Colin, you'll be surprised that so many people don't even know how much they make an hour. They cannot even discuss what their income is. A lot of people do not have bank accounts, and that is essential as well when you're buying a home. Mm-hmm. The areas where we have to start, I mean, not everyone, but quite a few people need that type of support and that type of help. So I've seen where I have, you know, again, educated customers, you know, folks have make good income. This is South Carolina. We live very well in South Carolina. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are able financially to buy, but they're just not ready when it comes to credit. Uh-huh. So I have seen where I, in the past I have educated and given this advice and whatever. Now, if the person who takes the advice, accept the advice, they leave your office and they go ahead and they work on what you advise them to do. And then a year later or two years later, they might come back, maybe even forget that individual, but here they are because now they are ready. So that is the essential first step is educating our our borrowers, letting them know, hey, your credit score needs to be at a certain number. Mm -hmm. Do you know what your credit score is? Do you know how to find your free credit report? Annualcreditreport.com. It's a free service. I think that everyone should go to that website and pull up their credit report to see what is reporting on their credit report. Because again, so many times customers say, oh, I never knew this was there, or this is not mine, or that is not mine. But it's there, and it's affecting you. Uh Right? So if anyone under the sound of our voice could, the first thing, you know, even before you approach a realtor, even before you approach a loan officer, Uh pull up your credit report. See what it is. See what's there. If you want to get your credit score, you could pay for it and you'll know exactly what your credit score is. That's the very, very first step. It is so critical that I can't emphasize it enough, the importance of knowing what is on your credit report. Because what is on your credit report could either make or break That's your, fair. Dream, your dream of purchasing a home. That's fair. I recently was having a conversation with, with someone and you know asked the questions about where they are payment-wise and stuff. They have a vehicle payment you know, where the vehicle payment is and, you know, everything is hunky-dory. But, you know, when the credit was finally pulled, it wasn't. They were actually late on it. And I think that sometimes the missing piece is, well, the situation from what I'm gathering now is that they had made payments recently, but it hadn't been reflected on the credit report because they, they were delinquent or, or delinquent, but then they made payments and caught up. But the credit report reflected the status and consumers sometimes think because that was a conversation. They think that when it reports automatically, you make the payment today and it automatically shows up in your credit report that you made the payment today. That's not how that works. The cycles, right. right? Right, exactly. And also, some customers they going back to what you just said. They may be late two, three times late on their car payment, right? Just car payment, credit card, whatever, and they make that one payment and they think that it's okay. Oh, I just made a payment. Yes, but yeah. you have two past your payments. You have an outstanding balance. So even mm-hmm. if you make that one payment this month, you have two outstanding payments that is still affecting your credit score. So in order to help your credit score, you have to get caught up mm-hmm. on those past due accounts and then make your standard monthly payments to build up your score. 
So you're dropping some jewels and some nuggets because there's a, a tremendous amount of misconceptions as it relates to credit, credit reporting, scores, all that kind of stuff, let alone, and you talked about people calling you about rates and stuff. People in the industry understand how they fluctuate, how that stuff works. The average consumer has no idea and they're trying to play roulette with a moving target because that's really what it is. Focus on wherever you're going to focus and aim, shoot, well, hold on, shoot, fire, aim, <laughs> so whatever that is, you know, <laughs> backwards, you know. Right. But let's talk about uh, those misconceptions otherwise that you're running into as far as people and their credit or their situation overall. Let's talk about income. What income can, misconceptions have you ran into recently? So we know the market that we're living in right now. We know that as of last year, somewhere around May, we had a little bit of a crazy, I should say, period where um, property value just went a little wild, right? So everything is in now is pretty expensive. We are seeing a little bit of a, an adjustment, but not to where a lot of people could afford. Let's put it that way. So that misconception is not only now, it's from ever since I've been doing mortgages, right? This is just a standard thing. And I mean, there is nothing wrong with making $15 an hour. There's nothing wrong with making $10 an hour. Don't get me wrong. That's fine. That's where you are. That's fine. But if you're making $15 an hour and you came to get pre-approved for, for a loan and I hey, you could only afford a hundred thousand or one fifty. Don't get mad at me. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm just trying to show you and educate you on where you are based on your finances. Mm-hmm. Right? It's all about finances. So sometimes we may ask you, hey, do you have a co-borrower? Is there anyone, a parent or a co-worker, not a co-worker, but a parent, a spouse or whatever to help get you to that 300000 that you want to buy at? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sadly, a lot of people get offended when you tell them exactly what they can qualify for based on their income. Now, if you're making $15 an hour and you have a $600 payment, it's just not going to happen mm-hmm. because there, there is nothing right now in our area where I could tell someone, hey, you could afford this $100,000 and then they go to that neighborhood and it's it's not livable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. One hundred is not livable. One fifty may not be livable either, right? Customers, they have to understand where they are. I remember when we bought our first home years ago. I always keep give that, that story. We bought our first home for $75,000. $75,000. Rand style brick, three bedrooms, two baths. I mean, we had it going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you hit the lottery, right? Like, I, 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 oh, I got it. I, I, got I, just it. Came, I just came to America two years later. Here, I'm buying this house. Hey, I'm a homeowner. Hey, you know. Yeah. I'm living the American dream. True. But if I qualify someone for 75000 today, it's pretty much of an insult because you couldn't get anything for 75000 It's not going to yeah. happen. So you talked about cosigning, and this is something I think that sometimes people miss. So, yeah, you may get a cosigner so you can qualify for more, but that doesn't lower the, the payment that you got to mm-hmm. make on a $300,000 house. So yeah. if your money, and I ain't going to call it budget because, you know, people don't like the B word. They think that's blasphemy. They don't like the B word, but if your money won't let you pay $2,300 a month for a mortgage, 
getting a co-signer so you can qualify for a three hundred and change three hundred and so thousand dollar mortgage ain't gonna make that twenty three hundred dollar payment come down to be seven hundred dollars a month. It's exactly. not gonna it doesn't happen. Exactly. We keep talking about I you know I always have this conversation around here about real estate not being common sense. Common sense says you can do this, but real estate says no, uh uh-uh, you gotta do it this way. Right. So that's what they think. They think, well, I can afford this. My income is this. I'll get a co-signer and so I can qualify for more. But my payment is still going to be based on what you can put the payment down to what I want it to be. Yes. Man, look, here, Let me turn this whole desk table over. <laughs> get the TV off the wall. What? That's not how that works. And a lot of times what people do is, okay, well, you don't have enough income here. All right, I'm going to get a second job. And they leave your office and they go for a second job. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, we cannot use that income. It has to be two years on the second job in order yeah. to use two incomes. So we just want to make it clear. It has to be two years. Another thing, Cohen, is that a lot of times when you look at the credit report and I'm like, like you said earlier, you may ask someone, have you ever been late on your credit card or have you been late in the past 12 months? And you always get no. But once you pull the credit, it tells a different story. So here we are. And you haven't made a $25 payment on your credit card, but you want to get a mortgage for $2,500 a month. Mm -hmm. So we have something called underwriting. Mm -hmm. And I tell my customers, hey, I may tell you one thing, but my underwriter, they have the vision and the eyes that I do not know where they get it, where they see what they see and how they see what they see, right? But these are some smart people, underwriters, okay? So... It may look good to me, but once it goes to the underwriter, here you are three times late or 90 days late or whatever, and it's, it's not going to work, right? It's mm-hmm. not going to work. So it is very important. There must be purpose in what we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, There must be a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. So if anyone out here is thinking of buying a house, you've never purchased a home before, get a folder, get an envelope. When you get paid, stick your pay stub in there. Get your W-2s stick in there. Get your bank statements. Please get your bank statements. If I can add one thing to that, I need you to look through your bank statements. And if you see anywhere where it says the word overdraft, I need you to put that bank statement back where you got it from and wait for the next one. If it says anything about overdraft or NSF, don't you dare, don't you get at the Jennifer. Don't you do that. Do you know customers give me bank statements with a negative balance? Hold on. I almost fell out my chair. Hold on. Let me let me get a <laughs> for myself. How about, look here. I almost threw my hands up. I would fell slap slam on the floor. What? I mean, seriously, you have a negative balance and you want to buy a house. You know, I mean, seriously, these are things. This is where the education comes in. I mean, it is so important that everyone who is listening, everyone who is hearing, that they understand you need to do home inspection. Mm-hmm. You need to do an appraisal. Mm-hmm. You need to have earnest money. You need mm-hmm. to have down payment. You need to have closing costs. All these things adds up. And if you have not saved any money in the past and you are thinking of buying a house, mm-hmm. now is the time to start. You have to start somewhere mm-hmm. to start building your profile mm-hmm. in order to qualify for a mortgage. That's priceless. It's impressive to me. And, and this kind of goes to what I was just kind of talking about a moment ago about the, the common sense part. See, some people got too much sense and the way they 
approach a transaction or what have you really and truly completely differs from the way it should be approached. People want to buy a house with no earn with no money. No earn I mean, granted, I'm not saying you gotta have hundred thousand dollars to buy a house, but at the same time, there's certain expenses and fees related to the process to a transaction that you have to be able to cover. Them approaching you, they also need to be able to verify that they have assets, whatever those are, so that you can then, okay, this, and then you got to have income. Because if you're buying a home and expect to have, if you're fully documented, let me put it that way, because there are programs that kind of get us off into some other stuff. But if you're doing a full documented loan, you got to have income, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You need to have that income. You need to have that credit. You need to have assets, right? So yeah. like you said, there are programs, there are down payment programs. So um, keep in mind that you may get down payment assistance, but keep in mind that your interest rate under your down payment assistance is going to be higher than if you did not get any down payment assistance, right? Yeah. So now that your interest rate is higher, that may you know, reduce the amount that you could qualify for on a standard loan without down payment assistance, mm-hmm. right? So um, these are things that we have to look at as well. There, there are a bunch of programs for um, self-employed borrowers. You know, they, they are the cream of the crop. They, they are people that we love, self-employed. So we could do bank statements for them. We could mm-hmm. do 1099s for them. Mm-hmm. We could do their tax returns, these types of loans for them. We have individuals who... Anyway, so we have to, uh, there are so many different programs that we have that we could help someone. For instance, at, at um, Primary Choice Lenders, being a broker, now it's it's pretty hard not to be able to qualify someone for a mortgage, mm-hmm. right? If someone approaches me and they have, so to speak, their ducks in a row, we can mm-hmm. get them into mm-hmm. And see, that's important because, again, like you said, going back to what you started with is that people have to, let's start getting everything together. Let's yes. start getting, let's get this in order, get this in order, this in order. So that then when it's time to deliver all that stuff to you, you're ready. You've got bank statements, you got your tax returns, you've got pay stubs. If, if that's how you get paid or if you're on the other side where you may be self-employed, maybe doing a, a stated program or something bank statement program that you have those, you have all the other information that you need to provide so that in turn, you are ready, ready to proceed forward. Tell our listeners, how can they reach you? How can they get in contact with you? Okay. So there are two ways. So we have our website, Primary Choice Lenders. It's primarychoicelenders.com. That's our Mm -hmm. website. So you could reach us online. And then you could also reach me on my cell phone, which is um, 843-442-9970 or at the office, which is 843-416-5040. My email as well is jfrance at primarychoicelenders.com. So there are a number of ways that, you know, anyone who is interested in um, getting a home or knowing more or trying to get help towards purchasing a home or getting ready to purchase a home, then you can reach me those um either by email, website, or phone. Awesome. And for our listeners, guys, um, Jennifer's right by our office. So if you know where our office is, Jennifer's right upstairs. She is within, quote unquote, a stone's throw. So y'all please make sure y'all come by and see her, check her out. And most importantly, y'all come and get some help and assistance. We are oftentimes at the well with too many buckets and don't ask for help. I mean, Jennifer is here to help you with your buckets. You're trying to get your home ownership bucket right. 
she here for that. She's going to tie it up and she's going to drop it down and then get you some water and then bring that thing on back up for you. That's what you do. All right. So, Jennifer, thank you again so much for being on the show. Um, thank you for being part of the Exit Strategy Radio Show family. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So our listeners, guys, y'all know how we do. You know how I feel. You know what I say. And today we're going to put that all together because we're going to continue to mix and make this cake over here. And we're going to tell it to you like this. We're going to tell you, I love you. We're going to tell you, I love you. We're going to tell you, I love you. And we're going to see you guys out there in them streets. Guys, that was a great show today. And we thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Exit Strategies Radio Show. My name is Corwin J. Millett. Yes, that is me. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in for today's episode. Exit Strategies is my baby. It is how I give back to our community. It is how I foster goodwill, spread good news, and trustfully help you get great results. Guys, as I always say to you, as I always say to you, I love you. I love you. I love you. And we're going to see you guys out there in the streets.